Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Tonight, the devastation and cleanup after Hurricane Idalia tore through four states. Nearly 200,000 still without power as residents begin to assess the widespread damage. Here are tonight's headlines. Hurricane Idalia's trail of destruction and the seven-foot wall of water that almost washed away an entire town. Everything in there is kind of lost. The breaking news, a leader of the Proud Boys sentenced to 17 years in prison for seditious conspiracy. January 6th will be a day in infamy. And it comes on the same day Donald Trump pleads not guilty to 2020 election interference charges in Georgia. If you're planning one last summer getaway, AAA says you'll have plenty of company traveling over the Labor Day holiday weekend. Are you concerned about where things stand? Well, we're, we're always concerned because we know we're just one unexpected event glitch or storm away from there being some real issues. The new revelations, Justice Clarence Thomas discloses private jet trips paid for by a Republican mega donor. New tonight, we hear from the Capitol physician after Mitch McConnell freezes during a press conference. While students' math scores nationwide plummeted during the pandemic, we'll show you how this school district beat the odds. We're going to be trendsetters. People are going to want to know what we're doing in math. 92,000 people packed Memorial Stadium to watch the Huskers volleyball team, the new world record for the most people to ever attend a women's sporting event. Mendelssohn puts it away for Nebraska. Thank you very much. There's no place like Nebraska.
evening and thank you for joining us on this Thursday night. We begin tonight with the devastating aftermath of Hurricane Idalia destroying homes and businesses from Florida to North Carolina. Take a look at this remarkable drone footage over the coastal town of Horseshoe Beach, Florida. The catastrophic damage brought on by the hurricane force winds and floodwaters. Homes were ripped apart and debris scattered across the entire region. The video is the same community after community up and down the coastline with buildings knocked off their foundation or simply gone, replaced by wreckage. Insurance experts estimate the price tag of Idalia's damage could reach as high as $20 billion. We have team coverage of the storm starting with CBS's Omar Villafranca in Cedar Key, Florida. Good evening, Omar. Good evening. More than 6,500 National Guard troops are handing out supplies and helping with the cleanup. And this is what they're finding. Piles of debris that used to be homes and businesses. Tonight, Floridians are sorting through the devastation left behind by Adalia. There has been um, significant damage, particularly along Florida's Big Bend. This was what Horseshoe Beach looked like as an up to 10 foot storm surge roared through. And this is what's left. Homes reduced to piles of wood, businesses destroyed. You want to live on the water, you got to put up with it, you know? Cleanup efforts are ongoing on the island of Cedar Key. The powerful storm surge pounded these cottages. The water punched through the glass of this room over here. And as the water kept coming forward, it started pushing into the rooms soaking everything and throwing it around. Amy Firestein owns the Faraway Inn, which was booked up for the Labor Day weekend. This is one of the structures that at least is still standing. Yes, this is our cottage too. Uh, it's still standing. We're missing a few parts of it. Um, hopefully the structure is still good. Keaton Beach was overwhelmed by an up to 10 foot storm surge. CBS's Jason Allen is there. There is tremendous damage to some homes, but strangely enough, other homes built right on the water in some cases appear to be left nearly untouched. You talking three, four, that's scary. That's you got to go. Spy Abajaris has lived in Keaton Beach more than 40 years. He says he stayed home during storms in the past, but this time he packed up and evacuated. I didn't think we were going to have anything to come home to. Abajaris home withstood Idalia's power. Many of his neighbors homes did not. Back here in Cedar Key, residents hope the island resort town will bounce back from the storm. Several counties where the storm made landfall are reporting that every single one of the power customers there do not have electricity. In that last check, more than 100,000 Floridians will be without power tonight. President Biden is expected to visit the hardest hit areas on Saturday. Nora. Well, Marvia Franca, thank you for being there. The effects of this storm are still being felt up and down the East Coast. And what does it mean for the holiday weekend? Let's bring in meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike. Nora, good evening. Adalia quickly moving off the North Carolina coast, exiting with the showers and the wind over the next, say, 12 hours or so. Those winds will really begin to back down for us here. It's pushing eastbound about 20 miles an hour, may meander for about the next week or so near Bermuda and then through the Atlantic. Could still cause us some rip current danger over the next two days. Today and tomorrow, not great beach days, that's for sure. And so anyone that's got holiday plans, keep that in mind if you're headed to the beaches here. For the weekend, watching for some showers and storms for recovery down through Florida. The general trend, though, through the holiday weekend is 
hot. A lot of places seeing record setting temperatures Saturday and Sunday. Temperatures climb into the 90s in the middle of the country. 100 degrees for us in Dallas come Sunday and on Labor Day itself. Record setting temperatures in the Northeast anticipating temperatures around 100 in locations like Washington DC. Nora, it's going to be hot here. Mike Bettis, thank you. Now to some breaking news with a federal judge handing down some of the longest sentences yet in cases from the January 6th investigation. CBS's Ed O'Keefe reports two leaders of the far-right extremist group, the Proud Boys, were sentenced for seditious conspiracy. Prosecutors said Joseph Biggs and his co-conspirators were the driving force behind the violence that unfolded at the Capitol. Biggs boasted about storming the building. January 6th will be a day in infamy. But today, he wept in court, handed a 17-year sentence in prison after being convicted alongside Proud Boys leader Enrique Tarrio of engaging in seditious conspiracy to keep then-President Donald Trump in office. Biggs said, I'm not a terrorist, but I know I have to be punished. Judge Timothy Kelly said Biggs was part of a mob that brought an entire branch of government to heel. Also sentenced today, Zachary Reel, president of the Philadelphia chapter of the Proud Boys, seen here with Biggs. He was sentenced to 15 years, less than the 30 prosecutors wanted. They say Reel spent weeks organizing the Capitol attacks. In a separate trial, January 6th defendant Brandon Fellows was convicted on five counts today. But jurors in the case revealed they're concerned about their personal safety, writing to Judge Trevor McFadden to confirm Fellows doesn't have any of their personal information that's usually shared with attorneys on both sides. Fellows is representing himself in court. McFadden would only say that jurors' personal information is destroyed at the end of a case. Meanwhile, former President Donald Trump pleaded not guilty in the Georgia election interference case and waived his right to appear at the arraignment next Wednesday in Atlanta. It likely would have aired live on television. In fact, late today, the judge in that case ruled that whenever Trump's trial officially begins, cameras will be allowed. But when it starts remains an open question. The former president moved today to split his case from the 18 other co-defendants, some of whom are pushing for trials to start in October. Trump's attorney says that doesn't give them enough time to prepare. Nora. A lot happening at O'Keefe. Thank you very much. Tonight, new ethics questions are swirling around conservative Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. Newly released financial disclosures reveal Justice Thomas took multiple trips last year aboard a private plane owned by Republican megadonor Harlan Crow. CBS's Jan Crawford has new details tonight from the Supreme Court. In the financial disclosure report, Justice Thomas reveals three trips last year on a France private jet and a paid luxury vacation at his estate in the Adirondacks, while insisting any omissions from his previous financial disclosure reports were inadvertent or a result of long-standing guidance he received from court officials. Two of the trips on friend and Republican donor Harlan Crow's private jet were for speeches. Thomas says his security uh, uh, detail advised private travel last May uh, because of the increased security risk after a draft leak of the court's opinion overturning Roe versus Wade. Thomas also amended a filing regarding a real estate transaction with Crow, who in 2014 bought three properties from Thomas and his family members in Savannah, Georgia, including his mother's home. Thomas said he didn't realize he had to report the sale because he didn't make a profit from it. Thomas has been under intense media scrutiny for his relationships with Crow and other wealthy conservatives who picked up the tab for luxury vacations on private jets and yachts, prompting criticism from Democrats that he didn't disclose some financial benefits, even if friends like Crow never had business before the court. If there is, and I quote, reasonable cause to believe 
close quote, that Justice Thomas willfully failed to file, then it must refer him to the Justice Department for further investigation. Thomas's attorney says those suggestions were ridiculous and motivated by hatred for his judicial philosophy. Now, Justice Thomas did not amend his reports to disclose travel like those luxury trips from years past. He has maintained that under the old disclosure rules, it wasn't required. This is the first report, the first year under new rules that make clear justices going forward need to require, need to disclose that kind of travel. He says he's following the rules and that's what he's done in this report. Nora. Jan Crawford, thank you. Tonight, there are more questions about the health of the Senate's top Republican. Even Senator Mitch McConnell's hometown newspaper had an editorial today saying the Republican needs to come clean about his health. And as CBS's Scott McFarland reports, it comes on the same day we heard from the Capitol physician. 24 hours after this startling incident. Oh. <laughs> in which Mitch McConnell went silent and stared expressionless until an aide intervened. Congress's attending physician says he consulted with McConnell and McConnell's neurology team and has cleared the 81-year-old Republican leader to resume his schedule. Writing, occasional lightheadedness is not uncommon in concussion recovery and can also be expected as a result of dehydration. McConnell was hospitalized in March with a concussion. CBS News has learned McConnell worked the phones to reassure colleagues, including a call to Texas Republican John Cornyn. We know he's had uh, a, a fall and a concussion, and, and I think, you know, this may be just part of the recovery process from that. Allies pointed to his presence at a fundraiser Wednesday night for fellow Republican Jim Banks, an effort to show McConnell is fit to lead. They're going to do that when they come back into session as well to quell any dissension. They know right now that people are talking privately. They want to make sure that remains private and not public. Are you good? Yesterday's was the second such public freeze-up by McConnell in just over a month. This was July at the Capitol. Do you want to say anything else to the press? Late today, President Biden said he has no doubts McConnell can continue. I spoke to him uh, uh, today, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, he was his old self on the telephone. But in a narrowly divided Senate, where the average age is now 65 years old, with four members over 80, including McConnell, every absence is pivotal. And he's already missed more votes this year than all but a few members. It's worth emphasizing the Capitol physician says he consulted McConnell, not that he met with or observed him in person. The Senate reconvenes here Tuesday. McConnell likely will have a midweek luncheon meeting with his colleagues later in the week, during which his health will be a focus, if not the focus, Nora. Scott McFarland, thank you very much. Tonight, the long Labor Day weekend is already underway for millions of Americans. The TSA predicts the last getaway of the summer will be one of the busiest, with more than a quarter of a million flights scheduled through Tuesday. CBS's Chris Van Cleve reports from a busy Los Angeles International Airport. Passengers showing up at LAX found relatively smooth flying coast to coast one day after Hurricane Idalia raced through the southeast. This is like the smoothest travel day I've had in a long time. Yeah. Usually there's been like so many delays. 57% of Americans say they plan to take a trip for Labor Day, capping the busiest summer travel season on record. The TSA has already screened more than 227 million passengers since Memorial Day and expect another 14 million by Tuesday. Took the kids out of school this week and trying to get exactly that last summer, summer break. Despite travel headaches in July, the nation's airlines canceled 21% fewer flights compared to last summer. But delays are up, with one in four leaving late. No Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. 
there's still a lot of work to do and a long way to go. But given everything that the system has been up against this summer, it's performed quite well. Most Americans will be driving to their Labor Day destination. We usually never travel on the holidays because of the crowd and the gas prices, but we have a friend and we just wanted to get out of the heat. Gas prices are averaging nearly 3.83 a gallon. No matter how expensive gas prices are, when people decide to go on vacation, they just budget in the price of gas. They're going to take that trip. AAA expects the busiest times on the road to be Friday afternoon and then all day on Monday. They recommend either driving in the evening or shifting your days to less busy days during the weekend. And then the airlines expect the airports to be busiest tomorrow and again on Monday, Nora. Thank you, Chris Van Cleve. In tonight's Eye on America, new data shows there's been no progress in reviving students' alarmingly low math scores, even after returning to in-person learning following the pandemic. CBS's Meg Oliver has an update about one school district's program that's adding up to success. When Dan Crispino took the job overseeing curriculum for elementary schools in Meriden, Connecticut, it was 2019, and he had a big problem to solve. When I would go into classrooms all over the district, I could see that kids didn't seem as excited mm -hmm. um, about math. In a low-income district where nearly 75% of kids receive free or reduced lunch, math was a struggle. We only had 60 minutes uh, for mathematics. It's now 90 minutes, starting with a 30-minute lesson, followed by a 60-minute block where every second counts. Three-minute warning, my friends. The class is made up of tightly timed segments where students and the teacher rotate through small groups. Understand the problem. Every classroom is on the same lesson using the same math vocabulary. No one moves on until everyone understands the new material. We're going to be trendsetters. People are going to want to know what we're doing in math. It's going to be that good. Also, for the first time, tutoring is offered during the school day. With these changes, Crispino spearheaded a remarkable transformation. Raise your hand if math is your favorite subject. Oh, I like recess. <laughs> Colin Flint may love recess, but he also looks forward to addition, subtraction, and division. What makes math fun? It, what makes math fun is that you usually get to work with a partner or go one-on-one -on -one with a teacher. And why do you like that? Because then sometimes it's like competition or sometimes it's you just reviewing and knowing what you did wrong. Nationwide test scores plummeted for 13-year-olds, showing the largest drop in math in 50 years and no signs of recovery following disruptions from the pandemic. But here in Meriden, scores went up at nearly every elementary school in the district. What does the future look like for these students? Opportunities to do things in college that are connected to mathematics giving kids another avenue of what their future could look like. A future full of calculated possibilities. For Eye on America, Meg Oliver, CBS News, Meriden, Connecticut. What a great story. All right, a recently convicted killer is on the run tonight after escaping prison. The details on the manhunt straight ahead. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. 
Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Outside Philadelphia tonight, an intense manhunt is underway for a convicted murderer who escaped from prison today. This is the man they're looking for, 34-year-old Danello Cavalcante. He was found guilty this month of stabbing his former girlfriend to death in front of her children. He's also wanted for a 2017 murder in Brazil, where he is originally from. Officials say call 911 if you spot him and do not approach him. For the sixth time in two months, a Trader Joe's product is being recalled. Our consumer alert next. We have an important consumer alert tonight about another recall of Trader Joe's product, the sixth such recall since July. The latest covers Texas tamale black bean tamales that may be mislabeled and contain an undeclared milk allergen. Well, Trader Joe's says no illnesses have been reported and that all potentially affected products have been pulled from shelves. Other recent recalls include almond cookies that could contain rocks and broccoli cheddar soup that may contain insects. All right, Husker Nation comes out in force to support the women's volleyball team. We have the video. You have to see it to believe it. This is my favorite story. That's next. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Finally, tonight, my favorite story, the Nebraska women's volleyball team has spiked their way into the history books. I'm 
mean, take a look at this. As a crowd of more than 92,000 packed the school's football stadium last night to watch the Cornhuskers beat Omaha three sets to none. Now the five-time national championships have another title to add to their trophy case, a world record. That's because it was the largest crowd to watch a women's sporting event in history, topping a soccer match in Barcelona, Spain last year. Congratulations to the team and Husker Nation, your aces in our book. Isn't that a good story? Well, that's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. <laughs> AutoTrader.